Hey lovelies, welcome to the Love is Light podcast and I'm your host, Lakira Kayla. This podcast is tailored towards young women navigating life who are actively seeking ways to grow in self-love and acceptance. Love is Light creates space and awareness to decompress from life and all that comes with it. So you can join me, your host, as I discuss inspirational content that promotes self-love and self-development. Each episode, I'll dive into my own personal experiences or a topic or question that I've been pondering. So if you're interested, then keep listening and stay tuned for more. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode. How are you guys? I hope everyone is doing well. I definitely am doing much better. I have been taking a long overdue break just trying to recenter myself and get my energy back to their normal levels. Um, I have been going through a ton of the past few months actually. Um, I had to move unexpectedly because my apartment like had this huge gas explosion. It was all over the news. It was a really dramatic Um, I'm okay and my apartment was okay but like one other building like completely just blew up and it was really dramatic and terrible Um, so we all had to move out (laughs) and yeah so I was scrambling trying to find a place to live in Atlanta and um, I found a place so had to get all moved in unpacked all that good stuff then while also managing work and everything else that I do, right? So I got burnt out pretty quickly. Um, it was kind of like a slow burn. You never really notice burnout happening until you are burnt out. Um, that's like the really tricky thing about burnout. So it's always good to try to like prevent it from happening because sometimes it kind of just happens and then it's like, oh, snap. It's kind of too late. Now I have to get myself back to where I was before. So that's what I was doing. Um, just a little quick update on where I've been, but I hope everyone has been having a great start to their new year. I definitely am feeling much better. I'm feeling really optimistic and just really good about my life and the goals that I have planned and everything that I'm working on. So definitely in a much better headspace than where I was a few months ago. Um, And I think the interesting thing that I learned by going through all this is like life is just going to go on and things are going to happen and you have to figure out how you are going to manage the obstacles that get thrown your way sometimes because it was so wild as I was living out of a hotel for a couple weeks and then like trying to figure out where I was going to be moving like I was still doing really well at work and getting a lot of praise and then I had found out that I was going to be getting a salary raise and everything and then I was starting this new relationship so it's like I had these good things going on while also like this one like thing was just really like a thorn in my hip So that's just life, you know, like stuff happens good and bad and you really just got to go with the flow of it all. Um, So, yes, so that's where I've been. Um, But today I actually wanted to talk about burnout and 
setting and honoring your boundaries. And this is something that I just, I'm just coming off of experiencing. So I feel like it's really important to talk about. And also, I've just been seeing a lot of commentary out on social media and everything. And with, you know, some of my peers and everything, just about how a lot of people are really tired and exhausted. And then also we're going through we're still going through a global pandemic and a lot of people are really exhausted. And um, I really just want to talk about burnout, like what it is and some tips on how to prevent it. And these are currently things that I'm doing. And then like, you know, unfortunately, if you reach that point of burnout, what can you do to kind of get yourself back centered? And again, all of this, I am fresh out of like I just started feeling good and back to myself maybe maybe like a little less than a month ago so I'm fresh off of this like burnout episode that I was having um so I want to talk about it because I think this is really timely especially for it being the start of the new year everyone's doing their goal setting everybody's trying to figure out ways where they can make adjustments in their life so that they can curate the life that they want. So I think discussing this is going to be really, really helpful for me because I'll be able to kind of put out what I've learned. And also it might be helpful for other people too, to listen to my experience and, um, you know, what I've gone through and maybe, I don't know, maybe you might find some of these, um, tips helpful and then implement them in your own life. Um, Because I'm all about not overexerting myself anymore. (laughs) Like, I don't want to have it all on my back and then it bogs me down and then I'm like exhausted. Like, I'm trying to prevent that. So, I want to make sure that I am setting boundaries with myself, setting boundaries, and then having people respect those boundaries, right? But then also living a very peaceful but productive and just a life that I can enjoy. So that's what I'm going to be talking about today. So if you're interested in hearing more about this topic, then definitely keep listening. So let's talk about burnout. So for those of you who are unfamiliar with the term, burnout is the state of emotional, mental, and often physical exhaustion that's brought on by prolonged or repeated stress. So yes, stress is the main producing factor in becoming burnt out. Um, I, for one, have a lot of experience being stressed out and anxious, so I know all too well. (laughs) But yes, when you are overly stressed, overly exerting your body, emotions, mental state, you are at risk of becoming burnt out. So some of the things that might provoke burnout or prolonged stress might be the feelings of lack of support. Um, If you're in a very stressful environment, when you're dealing with very difficult people, or maybe you feel like you don't have anyone to talk to, you don't have a support group, and you're just handling a lot on your own, I have experienced that. Um, So that will cause extra stress on you because you're having to manage and handle so much on your own without that support system. 
which is stress inducing. And if you do that for too long, then eventually whatever environment or activity or task or job or project, whatever you're working on where you feel like you're not getting adequate support can start to exhaust you. And then you can get burnt out to the point where you might not even want to work on that project anymore. I have definitely have been there with work projects um, when I was in college. So I know all about that. Um, something else that might also induce prolonged stress, which can burn you out, is when you have responsibilities that don't match with your true calling or purpose. So this can be, um, you are working, usually I see this come up with a lot of people with their careers and what they do for work, right? I feel like most people like don't like their job, um, which is really sad. Um, I've been in a job before where I absolutely hated it. Like every day I was just dreading it so bad that will burn you out because there is the stress of like, wow, I wish I was doing something more fulfilling. I'm not happy here. You're just frustrated. Um, and so that can cause stress because you're in an environment or a situation where you don't want to be in anymore and you're just trying to figure out how to get out of it, right? That also can induce burnout. The most obvious one is not taking any rest or breaks and literally just pushing through and overexerting yourself. I am guilty of this too. <laughs> I'm guilty of this now. I am so bad with resting to the point where even if I have a day where I don't have anything to do and I'm like, okay, I'm going to sit down and I'm just going to rest. Like I'm just going to just enjoy my day. I'm not going to try to check off things on my list or plan or whatever. I'm literally just going to enjoy myself and my space. And I'll sit down and maybe I turn on a movie or something and I'm just like, you know what? I should be doing something. And I start looking at my phone, start looking at my to-do list of things that need to get done. I'm like, you know what? I have free time. I should just get it done right now. That is not resting. You do not have to try to be productive in your rest. Rest is rest. It is the space for you to literally come down from all of your responsibilities, all of your day-to-day endeavors, and literally just take that time back to yourself and let your mental and emotions just be at ease and be at peace. Um, So no rest and no breaks will induce burnout. Also, this kind of goes into responsibilities that don't match with your true calling or purpose, right? But completing tasks that conflict with your sense of self. If you are doing something that you know doesn't align with you and who you are, that's obviously that's going to be stressful, right? Again, this point of just not being at ease, like the the foundation of this is you're not at ease. You're not at peace. That's the whole trigger is like you are not at peace with something in your life. So having this conflict or doing work that doesn't match with your calling or is not fulfilling Um, this can add stress. Now, again, because the society we live in, 
we pay bills, things are expensive, so we, we have to work. We have to find means to provide financial stability for ourselves, right? And so sometimes your work may not necessarily align with your passion. And that is something that I have had to kind of settle on for myself because I have so many different interests and I have so many passions. My true passion, like my first, first passion, first love was dance. Um, I am not a professional dancer now, (laughs) Um, but I also am really passionate about science and technology. My job isn't the most like, I'm not the most passionate about what I do, but there's elements of my job that do fulfill different parts of me. So that's why I can come to work every day and I can do my job and I can, you know, I, you know, won't get tired of it for the most part. I'm not miserable because there are elements of my job that do fulfill certain parts of me. But the key to that is finding a good work-life balance so that when you get up and you go to work and you do your responsibilities for work that are going to provide that those financial means in order for you to survive, right? And hopefully fund your extracurricular activities and your other hobbies and interests that will be more fulfilling and will be able to spark your passion. That is the whole like point of working to me. Um, if you are able to mix your work and your passions together, that is absolutely beautiful. And frankly, that's something that we all should really be striving for is to find work that we are passionate about. But I understand that that's not the most easiest thing to do when we are just trying to survive and create financial stability for ourselves. So I would not beat myself up for that because I feel like I am able to be a well-rounded individual and I can show up and I can do my tech job and I can talk about technology and I can help my clients with their projects. And then outside of work, I can go take a dance class, right? I can go um, try this new pottery class or whatever. Like those are going to bring me fulfillment and those are going to spark my interests and my passion. I feel like I am able to curate a life where I can have rest, but also productivity, but also passion and also be financially stable. However, something that I had to learn recently is that you cannot do everything at like full throttle all the time. There are going to be seasons in life where you may have to focus on one area more than the other, or maybe you give a little bit less in this area because this area over here is demanding a little bit more. And that is something that I have been struggling with, which is why I go through repeated cycles of burnout, because I'm the type of person that I give my best, like my 110% best to every single thing that I do, even if it's something as just small as like folding my clothes or organizing my closet or cleaning. I have to do it the best or I'm just not, I can't do it at all. Like I just, I have to. That is the reason why I go through repeated cycles of burnout is because I am just always going full throttle, which ties into me not giving myself adequate rest or break because I'm going 110% at everything. There's no space for me to ever kind of just sit down 
and just be at rest, right? Which obviously is super exhausting. And I speak about me going through cycles of burnout. So I will have periods where I'm functioning perfectly fine, like everything in my life is going good, like amazing. And then I'll start to get really, really tired. Um, and it's usually triggered, most of my stress is usually triggered by work because I do have such a demanding job and I have to be on literally eight hours of the day. Or sometimes I just have such a huge workload where maybe I do have to work into the evening to get things done. And also, you know, also being a well-rounded individual where I want to take care of myself. So after work, I want to make sure I'm keeping in contact with friends and family. I also want to make sure that I'm like doing all of my beauty and maintenance stuff. So I'm like, you know, I'm out the house, I'm going to appointments, um, you know, like I'm doing, I'm doing, I'm living my life. Right. But sometimes like if the work is really, really demanding, maybe I have to spend less time in some other area, which you know, unfortunately sounds really terrible because like me saying that right now, I'm like, no, I don't want to do that. But sometimes I just, you know, you might have to do that. But if we can get to a point where we can prevent ourselves from even having to do that, which I also want to talk about is setting and then honoring your boundaries that you have. Because that's going to help us be able to curate a life that is very well-rounded and allows us to be able to operate in all of these different spaces. Um, So before I even get to the point where my work is running over into the evening, there's some boundary that I overlooked for myself. There's some boundary that somebody crossed. So setting those boundaries and then honoring them will help us prevent from even having to go, you know, past this critical line. Um, And then we reach a point of exhaustion when it is being repeated habitually. So again, all of this is really just sums up to like not having control of your job or your home, which really funnels down to not having boundaries established or maybe crossing those boundaries. So let's kind of talk about some tips on what I do and what I am doing to help me from getting into um, prolonged stress and ultimately becoming burnt out. So some of the things that I do now, and these you can consider as boundaries for the most part, um, what I'm doing now at work is I am scheduling breaks onto my calendar. So I'm actually blocking off an hour for lunch and I'm putting it in my calendar instead of like, you know, just randomly like, okay, I'm just going to take a lunch at 12 and just lock my computer. No, I'm actually scheduling it into my calendar so that it comes off to other people who may be trying to schedule a meeting with me that I am busy during this hour. Um, So that's at work, making sure that I am effectively communicating with my coworkers when I am available and when I am not available. Um, Something that also really works is I turned the notification sound off for my emails. So now I do not hear the alert sound whenever I get an email at work. 
So I won't know I have an email until I check it. And that keeps me from getting distracted when I'm working, which then can prevent me from getting a task done while I'm working on it. That has been super helpful. I think that's like the number one thing I recommend to people is like, hey, turn the alert sound off for your email notification. So I will check my email. Um, I, I check my email fairly often, but I'm not checking it as soon as I get an email so obviously when I first log in I check it maybe like a couple hours later I'll check it and then maybe around like three I'll check it um just to know what things I need to follow up for the next day or if it's something quick I can follow it up before I am logging off for the day so that has been really helpful with work um personally I am using my calendar to schedule not calendar I'm using my do not disturb function and the focus um, focus status Apple has a like focus where you can change the status to different categories so like sleep or work or you can customize it so I have during 6 30 a.m and 8 30 a.m my phone is on do not disturb and that is me time in the morning and then in the evening time from 5 to 9.30, I have that status on as me time. So any phone calls or text messages, I am not hearing the notification sounds. I check it before and after those time blocks. And those are when I spend time reading, journaling, um, working out, cooking dinner, eating dinner, playing any kind of video games like that is those time blocks that I have set for myself are specifically for me to do activities that I enjoy without any kind of outside interruption and then any time before or after is when I will check my phone and talk to folks and that has been really really helpful for me because that's me setting a boundary it's setting a boundary for myself but it's also setting a boundary for others too Um, So what I did also is I have my work um, status. So I plugged in all of the times that I have meetings because I have so many meetings. I don't know why people like to schedule so many meetings, but that's besides the point. Um, I have recurring meetings that typically happen every week on like the same day of the week. And so I block those off on my phone as do not disturb times So that I'm not getting distracted from like my personal life while I need to be active in my meetings at work. So those are a couple things that I do in terms of like calendars and do not disturb. And of course, having a balanced diet and exercising. And for me, exercising is not really about changing my body. I'm exercising because I want to feel good. After you work out, you get that little boost of energy and then you just, your mood kind of lightens. Like for me, I realize like when I am not eating properly and I am not exercising regularly, I am so moody and I'm even more exhausted and I'm just like, no, like the two things that I don't need is more moodiness and more exhaustion. So eating a balanced diet and working out are very important. And I'm not like going to the gym and lifting all of these heavy weights and stuff. I am just doing things that I enjoy. I'm going outside. I'm going for walks. I'm going for jogs. Um, There are some great YouTube videos of indoor exercises. 
Um, it is getting cold now, so I'm not going outside too often. So I am usually just doing an indoor workout. I have a yoga mat, so I'm doing yoga. I'm doing some deep stretching. Like I'm doing, I'm doing some dance um, workouts. Like I'm doing movements that I enjoy and that my bodies enjoy. So you can actually enjoy working out instead of I mean sometimes you're not going to feel like it but like still push through right because I, I feel like exercise is just something that you have to do like eating every day you have to eat every day like you have to give your body nutrients I associate that um the same way as exercising like I have to move my body like I cannot just sit here and not do anything um if you're physically able to exercise then I highly recommend exercising and eating a balanced diet and balanced diet does not mean vegan or vegetarian it just means probably you shouldn't be eating a, too much sugar and you probably shouldn't be eating too much processed foods or foods that are heavies and like oils and sugars and butter um, just more clean right and you can tell you can tell with your eating on whether or not you might need to switch it up based off of how you feel after you're eating. When I eat meals and I feel really heavy after and really groggy, I know like, okay, that probably like, that's probably not something I should be eating like too often. But after you eat, if you feel satisfied, you feel light, you feel good, like, okay, that's probably something that's okay for me to eat. Um, again, eating is a mental thing though. You really have to change your whole relationship with food. Um, and I probably will talk about that later because that is just such a deep conversation to have. And that's something that I really, really had to learn. But yes, balanced diet and exercise definitely helps lower the stress levels and exhaustion. Um, also, something important, reevaluating your relationships. Um, who is currently in your life right now? Um, do you have any people in your life that are causing unnecessary stress and toxicity? Um, and that can be family or romantic relationships or platonic relationships or even professional relationships. Like everybody, everybody's getting evaluated at this point. So reevaluate some of the relationships. Like after you get done hanging out with someone or talking to someone, how are they making you feel? Are you, are they making you feel insecure? Are you feeling more irritable? Like take, take inventory of your relationships and your emotions and how people are affecting you. Um, because sometimes you can get with somebody and their energy is just off and it's like, ooh, that's probably not someone I really need to spend too much time with, you know? And it's not about being cold or dry or cutting people off, but it's really about every day you want to strive to be at peace. And we are trying to limit the amount of stress that we have to endure especially as black women, because black women, we are like the most stressed out group ever. I really, really would love for us to limit the stress that we are going through. Um, so it is about setting those boundaries and honoring those boundaries for yourself. And when you honor those boundaries for yourself first, then other people just have to honor them. We need to take inventory of all of our stressors and figure out ways that we can mitigate the stress in our life. And all of these things together counts as self-care because you are caring for yourself. Self-care is not just, I'm going to take a bubble bath, I'm going to go to the spa. That Those are 
self-care activities, of course, definitely love doing those. But self-care also looks like I'm going to turn my phone on, do not disturb for two hours because I want to sit down and I want to read this book that I've been wanting to read and I don't want anybody to bother me. That's caring to yourself. You're caring to your needs. Self-care is also like, you know what? This relationship that I have with this person is really toxic. I need to end this relationship. That is (laughs) self-care. Self-care looks like, okay, my coworker just asked me really last minute to hop on this project. I don't know enough about it. I'm not prepared. I'm not going to be able to perform um, good quality work. I might need to say no to this or try to figure out if there's another avenue that I can help them without having to be involved at such a high capacity. That is self-care. All of these things are self-care because you are tending to yourself and you are honoring boundaries of yourself. And again, all of this is going to help you be at peace with yourself. And every day I strive to be at peace not perfect, but at peace. Of course, life is life. There's going to be tons of things that are constantly going on. But if you work on just trying to be at peace, even with the chaos, the uncertainty, you will notice that just the way that you react to people and things will just start to just change. Um, I've been going through a lot of stress within the past three months. Like I had to abruptly move from my previous apartment because we had a gas explosion. So in a matter of a day, I was living out of a hotel for two weeks. I was having to figure out where I was going to be moving. I had to pack all of my stuff. I had to move to a new place. Like in a matter of like a couple of weeks, I did all of that. And it literally, I'm just now, that happened back in September and I'm just now starting to feel like kind of back to myself. And I'm still kind of dealing with a few little things from that event that are still stressors in my life. But I am tired of being exhausted and I'm tired of being stressed out. So I'm just going to enjoy the things that I can enjoy. And then I'm just going to deal with like, you know, I'll deal with the stuff as they come. I'll deal with whatever inconveniences that I need to uh, because sitting and worrying and stressing about things that ultimately are like out of my control is really, really not productive. Um, It just makes you feel even worse. So I'm, my thing is like, hey, I'm going to do all that I can. I'm going to make sure that I'm staying on top of things. (laughs) Um, But that's really all that I can do. There's no point in me being stressed out or worrying about all of these things right now um because I'm here to enjoy life I'm not here to live a tragic life um and in order to do that there are certain choices that you have to make um and I think me being mindful of my emotions and not letting outside people or outside sources to control my emotions and trying to strive to be at peace every day is really going to help me live that fulfilling life that I am currently curating. So, yes, 
Um, those are some tips on how we can prevent um, stress that will ultimately lead to burnout. Um, and so I want to talk about recovering from burnout because some of us may already be burnt out. It might be like, okay, great. Like that's probably what I should have done, but I'm here now. So what do I need to do? So honestly, you can start with some of the tips because that's what I did when I was in the thick of my burnout. I mean, it got to a point where I literally, I, I was just surviving. It got to a point where I literally was like, I can only focus on today. I have no motivation to do anything other than the bare minimum. And I remember like talking to one of my mentors and, you know, she's asking me how I'm doing. I'm like, I am doing the bare minimum. And I was so confident in that answer because that was my truth. I was like, I, I literally don't have anything to give to anyone right now. I am just doing the bare minimum. Like, that's it. That's all I got for you. And that's okay. Because when you've reached a point where you are, when you have overexerted yourself, doing the bare minimum, that's okay. Do the bare minimum. Um, but we need to get back centered. And that takes time. It's not going to happen overnight. I started working on trying to recover from burnout like beginning of December. It is now mid, almost in January. So it's about a month of me really intentionally trying to um, shift some things in my life and shift some mindsets. And I'm just now starting to feel like, okay, I can start back, you know, tackling some things. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's it's not an overnight thing because it wasn't an overnight thing for you to reach this point of burnout. So it's not going to be an overnight thing for you to pull yourself out of it. And so we have to keep that in mind. Um, so again, in addition to the tips on how to prevent it, those are also going to be key in how to recover from it because we should just be implementing these boundaries already. So I started implementing all of these boundaries while I was still kind of in the thick of it. And it didn't necessarily feel like I was doing anything until I kind of got a good rhythm. And then one day I remember it was um, on my vacation, also taking vacations help. Just saying, if you can take time off, take the time off. If you have PTO to use, please use it. Um, I remember when I felt a turning point happen, I had actively dedicated two days to myself. My phone was on do not disturb for like, out of those 48 hours, it was probably on do not disturb for like a good 36 of them. Um, and I didn't leave my house. I sat in my house by myself and there was a moment where I sat on my couch and I wasn't looking at anything I was just on my couch and I was just thinking to myself and trying to just figure things out mentally I guess you would call that introspection right I was doing some introspective work and just doing that for like an hour where I was journaling, I was writing things down that I wanted to work on. I was trying to 
just take inventory of all of the feelings that I had, things that have been bothering me. I literally spent an hour doing that. And when I tell you that was a turning point for me, I felt like I had actually like got somewhere with myself. So a lot of it is really just being true to yourself and trying to figure out what you want, what is currently bothering you. I think we should start to take into account our whole person and feed these different areas of ourself because a lot of the times what's happening is we're not feeding certain parts of ourselves, and it's starting to take a toll on us as a whole person. Um, so really take inventory of just everything you got going on and try to Try to flush some of that out. And it's really hard when you have a lot of difficult things going on in your life, which is why, um, you know, it got to a point where I was like, I don't know what I'm doing anymore. I have no idea what's going on. And then that's the point when I actually reached out and found a therapist. Because sometimes it's like you can't figure it all out by yourself. Sometimes you need help. Um, And so it's really important to ask for help when you need it. Also, I just forgot. Another another tip, ask for help when you need it. You do not have to do everything on your own. You don't. You don't. Ask, ask for the help. I need help. Yes, help me, please. Absolutely. Even if there are some things that you probably could do yourself, in order to just save a little bit of time, it might be wise to just ask someone else to do it. I am all here for that. I am, when I tell y'all I am here for outsourcing some things in my life, listen. Because I don't have the time. I don't want to spend the time doing a lot of the things. So yes, absolutely. I'm here for outsourcing. Hey, there are people do all kind of things for work. Let them do what they do for work. Let them do their profession. People are in professional cleaning. You have therapists, um, financial planners, life coaches. Yes. Use all of it. All of the above. I would, I would like it. Please sign me up. Um, so ask for the help that you need, honey, and save some time. Also do things that are not tied to productivity or any kind of ambition, but simply for enjoyment. What is that hobby that you used to do, that you could spend hours doing and you're not getting paid to do it, you're just by yourself or maybe you're with others enjoying your time together because you're having such a great time. Find find things like that and do it. For me, it's reading. For me, it's reading and it's dancing and it's video games. I used to read a lot when I was a kid. When I got to college, reading for leisure kind of went out the window because I was reading so much for um, my courses. And then when I started working, I kind of got really absorbed into work. But now I'm implementing time every single day to read. So I'm spending an hour to two hours every day reading. Usually when I wake up in the morning, I'm reading. And then in the evening, I'm reading. But I'm intentionally trying to get back to doing those activities that I really love and that I enjoy and that are not tied to anything. Me reading is not tied to any any kind of goal or anything. I'm reading just because, one, I want to enjoy this amazing novel, or maybe I'm reading 
just about a subject that I want to learn more about. But it's purely for me. It's not for anything else. Um, reading is just, is just such a great hobby because by default, you're going to be reading and it's going to benefit other areas of your life. But I'm reading because I just enjoy reading. I enjoy literature and language and words and storytelling. Also, try to figure out what are those things, what are those tasks, what are those ideas or problems that really spark something inside of you? Um, What is something that you're just naturally good at? And let's try to explore purpose. Yes, you have your day job, but what is your purpose? As an individual human in this world, what is your purpose? What is your assignment that can be a contribution to the world? And not a huge contribution. Like, it's, like again, I think when we're talking about purpose, a lot of people are like, oh, it has to... It has to um, inspire millions of people and I'm going to be famous. It might not. Your purpose may be to just be work in your local neighborhood and I don't know, tutor people in a subject. That might be what you need to do. Um, It could be as small as just leading small groups for, I don't know something so again it doesn't have to be super grand it can turn into something grand but let's not stress ourselves out trying to be the loudest or the most popular um I think everybody is an influencer because we all have people around us whether we know it or not that are looking at us watching what we're doing listening to what we're saying so we all have influence Um, so let's try to, I think more people should be focused on trying to figure out what their purpose is, because then that will help you once you are clear on your purpose and like what your fulfilling work is to do, you will find a lot of peace. Um, and that's something that I have definitely been working on over the years and I feel like I'm getting clear on, and that's why I'm able to kind of maneuver my days in peace even if I do have a lot of things going on um and again all of this ties into routine or rituals um routines or rituals so things that you do daily right is like a routine so my daily routine is I wake up at 6 30 a.m the first couple hours of my day I spend reading, journaling, um, doing that kind of reflective spiritual work in the morning. Then I have my breakfast, then I start my work day, then I have my lunch break, I'll finish my work day, work out, dinner. Um, I'll work on content and planning for the next podcast or creating Instagram things or just researching different Instagram ideas. So I'm brand planning. I'm doing that for a couple hours. Then after that, I have a little bit of free time where I usually will spend reading for a little bit or I'll play a video game. Um, I have a boyfriend, so I'll talk to my boyfriend 
And so I have these routines daily that are mixing in rest and joy, but also productivity and also responsibility. But I'm making sure that I'm hitting every area every single day, if that makes sense. So I think we should focus on that as well. And so when you can get a good rhythm of having these really, really impactful days where you're having rest, but you're also doing things that you really enjoy and that you're passionate about, but then also tending to your responsibilities and being productive, you will feel amazing at the end of the day because you'll look at all all you've done and you're like, wow, I did a lot today and I feel amazing. And it didn't feel like a lot. Or sometimes it might feel like a lot, but that's where the point in making sure you have rest and scheduling those those days where you're just going to tend to yourself come in handy. So I hope all of this was worthwhile information and I hope it inspires you to find better ways to implement rest and boundaries in your daily life. And so I am going to leave off with some lessons learned from my experience Um, And number one is that I need to learn how to better prioritize myself. I cannot show up in all of the spaces and environments as my best version if I am not taking care of myself first. Um, Another thing that I learned was that I am really bad (laughs) at implementing rest. So I need to learn how to implement rest better. Number three, I need to better maintain my body and my emotions. Usually a lot of the triggers for um, me kind of going down a like downward spiral is usually I'm being triggered by something emotionally and I'm instead of dealing with it, I'm letting it kind of just get out of hand and then it starts to affect my physical abilities I'm not working out anymore it starts to affect my eating habits and all that it just affects how I kind of you know am showing up um, in the world so having better control over my emotions and body and number four that I cannot do it all at a hundred percent all the time There are going to be some seasons in my life where I might have to um, maybe put some certain things down or do less, and that's okay. And then lastly, I think the most important one is that um, if you need help to go and ask for it, you do not have to navigate this life by yourself there are so many resources even if you don't have anyone in your circle there's still so many resources that you can look up on the internet people you can reach out to books you can read Um, it's just like an endless amount of information that's out there to help you either learn how to um, establish boundaries or learn how to just organize your life better but you do not have to do life alone Um, and so with that i hope you guys find all of this information useful 
And as always, you guys can connect with me on Instagram at LaKiraKayla. That's my personal Instagram. And also at love is underscore light where I'll be posting content related to the podcast and different tips um, that I come across. Thank you so much for listening and I will talk to you all soon.